0: Hey, welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. First of all, before we get to tonight's episode, I want to kindly thank our sponsors who have helped with their contributions to the podcast. I want to first of all thank um, Don Tolly and the group at Tolley and Associates. I want to thank Nikki Grom and Barnes Roofing, Adams Barn Grill, David Jin Schoberl, Robin Stacey Astuder, Patrick Lyle, Little Caesars of St. Joseph the Hi-Ho Bar and Grill, and please welcome our brand new sponsor and brand new part of the team, Weaver Overhead Door. Thank you guys so much for your support and contribution to the podcast. Now here's tonight's episode. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Clifton's podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooves. We are on the 25th episode of our Leaving Your Legacy series as we get to know some of the great athletes throughout Northwest Missouri, my guests, as I mentioned, as I said, guests, I believe this is actually our first Leaving Your Legacy episode with multiple guests on it, as I had four of the six Chillicothe softball seniors join me earlier this week to talk about their story, how they fell in love with softball, and the incredible run that Chillicothe softball has been on the past couple of seasons. But without further ado, please welcome to the 25th episode of Leaving Your Legacy, Chillicothe Softball Seniors, Kinley Bully, Bree Pithin, Kirsten Dunn, and Hope Helton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to this very special episode of the Cliff Notes Podcast and the continuation of our Leaving Your Legacy series. With me right now are four seniors off the Chillicothe Softball team that have won seven eight games throughout their varsity career. Please welcome on this episode, please welcome Henley Bully, Marie Piffin, Hope Helton, and Kirsten Dunn. Ladies, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, ladies, um, first of all, before we start getting into um, Chillicothe softball and the remarkable run that you guys have been on the past couple of seasons, I'm going to give each one of you the opportunity to introduce yourselves and um and how you guys got into softball whichever one of you guys wants to go first Emily okay I'll
1: go first it's fine um so I started playing softball when I was like eight years old my cousin Kelsey she was a pitcher so when I started out in SPA I caught and then I saw her pitch and I saw all the older girls pitch and I was like that sounds like fun so I started pitching and then I got into travel ball and then obviously came middle school ball and then high school ball. So I've been playing for about nine, eight, eight, nine years now. And yeah, started
0: pitching
2: when I was nine. So.
0: All righty, Bria, I'll, I'll let you go next. All
2: right. All right. So with Kenley, I've been playing like ever since I was little and it's kind of funny because I did not start out at second base. Um, you could say I played everywhere. Um, I played, I did impact pitch, which is really surprising. I pitched for a while and then I caught. And then by high school, I kind of got the feel of second base and I just like fell in love with it. And like Kenny said, I've been playing, it started from T-ball and then my parents, my family, have just been encouraging and I, Kept playing and just loved it throughout the years.
3: Kirsten,
0: I'll let you go next.
3: Okay, so um, I've been playing about the same amount of time as all the rest of the girls have. Um, but I started Travel Ball when Kinley's dad called my brother and asked if I wanted to join their travel team. And that's just kind of got me started and got
4: kept playing from there.
0: Hope, I hope you're the last one.
4: (laughs) Okay, so it's kind of a funny story. So here in Chillicothe, we used to have this SPA little rec league thing. Well, my team, Kirsten was on my same team. And we had played Kenley's team in the championship game. And I remember thinking, holy cow, she throws fast. She was so tall compared to all of us scared scared me and how little i knew that i'd be catching her in two state championship games but so that was where we first all kind of met each other but ever since that i got onto some traveling teams and i decided there was one practice where a coach told people who wanted to catch to step to the side and try it out so i was like you know why not so i stepped over there tried out for the first time and it's stuck ever since so
0: well, I want to I want to talk to you guys about the success of Chillicothe softball, especially, you know, over the past, you know, three years. But, you know, the three years have been very, very fruitful for you for and the program. But, you know, there's been some very humbling beginnings along the way. As you guys were telling me kind of uh, off the recording here, you know, it, it, it didn't it didn't exactly be get off the right foot. So um I'll let one of you guys um tell the opportunity, you know, of um how your guys' freshman year went.
1: So our freshman year was a little rough for all four of us because of, like I said, we didn't have um, Rucker and Fairley there. We had two other coaches, and the four of us as freshmen, it was just kind of like on a day-to-day basis, like, hey, are we gonna get to play? Are we not gonna get to play? And then in my case, I didn't get to play for nearly half the season because I had an injury. But our freshman year was a little bit rough because we had some seniors that our coach would just put in over us because he basically just believed in seniority and the freshmen really didn't get a chance to prove themselves. So our freshman year, it was just kind of like a step back and we watch experience and then
0: sophomore year, it really got started for us. Uh, Yeah. Let's, let's talk about, let's talk about the last three years. Obviously, you know, your sophomore year, you guys go, um, you guys go up 16 and 6 on the season, you know. Um, still a very good record, still very good record softball wise, but you know, a loss in the district championship game to Savannah would end your season there. But now let's get into your junior year now. 30 wins, 30 wins, 30 and five. Um, your guys' first trip to the state championship game. Um, I'll let some of you guys um, you know, tell the story, you know, of just um how your guys' junior year went, you know, the first trip to the first trip to the state.
3: It was crazy. I, It's honestly such a blur because it was so much fun. And I know all of us have been working on it, working towards that goal since we were all 10. We, like we all dreamed of playing there. And as we started the season, we knew we had returners that we could win a district championship. But I don't think any of us really realized what came after that. And whenever we won that district championship, I, it still was so like unreal to all of us. And we won our quarterfinal game in Holden and we all were just so excited. And personally for me, it didn't sink in until we left town on our charter bus to go to Springfield. And it was like, wow, like we all have worked so hard to accomplish this dream of ours. And now we actually get to go play on one of the, the biggest stage in high school, softball.
0: What do you guys like to add on to that? Yeah, like Kirsten said, um,
1: beginning of the year, we knew we had some starters. That The previous year, we only lost two seniors, and they were still a huge huge assets to the team, but we still know we had a lot returning, and we knew what we had. Um, beginning of the year, it was still kind of like still piecing people together. We had some freshmen that could come in, come in and play. Tori ended up playing left field for us. Jolie was in right, Sophie was in center. And then we had the middle infield and then me and Hope pitching and catching. We were just like deciding on, okay, who's going to play first? Who's going to play third? Because we had some seniors that could play both positions. And once we got that figured out, we got in a groove and we just got going. So,
0: so ultimately ended up falling short of the state championship and your junior year. You know, going into your senior year, you know, um, you know still some pieces on this team, you know, still – what was the what was the off season like? Was was it very exciting? You know, the, you know, hey, you know, we had that, we had that taste of the final four year there. Now we we got we wanted more. You know, we got a roster, we can make a run. How was that off season heading into this season?
2: Um, well, I, after <laughs> we had lost, like we lost like pretty good players, and that put like a little gap in field and everything. But we also knew that with people incoming, that we can also put people in places that we can like come together again. And honestly, going to state last year like um, made us want to go back again because how the last game ended was kind of like heartbreaking for us. And so for me, I thought, hey, it ended badly, but we can push ourselves to go back. So it's just like a motivation for us to go back to the game, let's say championship.
4: Does anybody got anything to add to that? I'd like to say on the, during the, during the off season, we kind of knew it was going to be just a little bit tougher this season. Just, we just knew that there was probably going to be a piece missing, but our coach got our schedule put together fairly soon, right after about the end of the school year of our junior year. And I got to looking on there, and he put us in some really tough tournaments, put us up against some really tough games. Like, we ended up playing Blair Oaks, who we played in the state championship. We played them this my senior year. But he, he just kept telling us, like, these big games are what's going to make you guys better. And during our junior year, we were going on, like, a 17-game win streak, I think, right before districts. And we played a team who we expected to win against but lost. We all think that 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 loss is what prepped us for such a good run our junior year because we had experienced a big loss. So we thought that going into our senior year playing those big games and we may lose some, I think that made us better and gave us the confidence to play again.
0: I want to shift the focus now to uh, this past, this past, this last month. Obviously, you know, you guys are, we're back in the final four 28 and seven, um, you know, the, your guys' two games in the final four, they were complete opposite games. Um, the first game, you know, Kinley was in a, um, was in a pitcher's duel in the Bowling Green game, but then you got a, 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 a scores duel, like, like a 16 to 16 to 14 game gets Fatima in there. You know, how crazy was it for you guys to, you know, to play, you know, two different kinds of games in two days?
1: It was crazy because we knew going into the Bowling Green game, like Rucker had been talking to us the whole week about how it's going to be a race to one. It's going to be a race to one. It's going to be a race to two. It's going to be a close game no matter what. None of us, I don't think, expected that it was just going to be, you know, a breeze walk off in the 11th inning. But that game, I felt like we our focus was amazing that game, and we just kept grinding and kept pushing because all we needed was just one more hit, one more hit. Just do the little things to get by Get by for that inning and then go in and go on the offensive side and get some runs on. And then in the state championship game, we knew Fatima was good. Their records and their numbers showed they're a really st- strong team. But never did I think that we'd be breaking a record for a state championship score game. So,
0: so, Bria, I kind of want to shift this next question to you before we open up um, more discussion about the final four year. Um, you had that you had that walk-off hit in the fir- in the fir- in the semifinal there. Um just walk me through what you were thinking during that.
2: Well at the start of the game, I came in, you know, in the past and I was like struggling a little bit with my hitting, but that that week leading up to state, I really worked hard on my hitting and everything. And so on my second at bat, I think I hit a double. And so that kind of like boosted my confidence or whatever. And so when it came down to it, I knew it was going to be a one-run game, but I just thought that if I could get a base hit, like my other teammates can hit me in. But I would have thought that I would be hitting a home run that would have won the, the, my final game.
0: Well, Hope or Kirsten, I'll give you guys the opportunity kind of to chime in a little bit. You know, the two games in the Final Four this past year, you know, two completely different games um, any of you two have any thoughts on those games?
3: I still can't comprehend how many runs were scored in that Fatima game. Like, I've never seen Kinley get hit so hard, but that team was they I don't think any of us expected them to come out and hit the ball as well as they did. Like we knew they were good and that they were gonna hit the ball and they had put up some big runs against class five teams. But I don't think it we realized that. Kinley would almost be like batting practice to them and we'd be chasing balls all over the place.
4: I I want to say for that bowling green game. Kinley and I had been on the same page for the tail end of the season there. We were just everything was flowing really well. So we were confident going into that game, but throwing against them, everything felt good, but We can't do anything whenever they hit the ball. and We have to have our defense there to help us. And our defense was amazing. They played great that Bowling Green game. And then big shift over to the Fatima game. We Yes, like everyone has said, we knew they were good. But I think it was – I thought it was insane. There was balls that were pitched in the other batter's box and they still barreled it up. There were ones that were at their shins and they just, they just hit the ball wherever it was placed. It was, I'd never seen it before and I'd never seen Kinley hit like that. So I thought it was pretty impressive.
0: (laughs) You know, and uh, this is uh, we're done talking about, you know, games and stuff like that. I want to kind of get into some more personal stuff and um, you know, you four are part of um, a six uh, group of six seniors off this team. Um, You know, you guys have, um, you know, you know, talk, you know, we've talked about how many games you guys have combined to win over the last three years, but I want to ask each and every one of you, you know, what, what it was like, you know, just what the ride has been like, you know, the last four years um, playing with each other and just the bond that you guys have all together. And Kenley, I'll start with you on that.
1: So in middle school, we still all played with each other. We, we, I don't think any of us really realized what we could have had going for us in high school until we got there our sophomore year. Cause like going through middle school, never once did I think that I'd be in a state championship game, but I feel that our bond that we created in middle school, and then we had each other's backs throughout high school, especially during our freshman year when things weren't going the way that we had anticipated it to go. Um, I feel like us just having as close of a bond as we do, like, us four were each other's best friends we were always doing stuff together at the hotels like we'd always text each other about like practices and what we were going to do and like games and how we're going to do things and we just knew that us four that we've been playing together since we were like 10 that if if we didn't have as strong a bond as we did I didn't feel like that we'd be as successful as we were
0: Maria, I'll shift to you
2: all right. Sounds good. So like Kenley said, between like travel ball games and middle school and now high school games, we just always had that connection, like a family bond with each other. But I believe that like, we didn't realize how close we were until our senior year, like until we realized that this is it. Like at the end, we are all going our separate ways. And it was really heartbreaking to me at least because Um, I've been so close with these girls my whole life. And that bond uh, is just like something you will never get, like you get again. And
0: Hope, I'll shift to you.
4: So after our last game, our senior year, one of our middle school coaches that we had at one point came up to me and I'm sure he went up to the other three and he was just like, he told us that he remembers telling our school principal how special of a group we were gonna be in high school. I don't think, at least me personally, I don't remember thinking like, I almost just didn't believe them. Like, yeah, we may have had the potential, but I didn't think it would pay off like how it did. It was just to see us grow together and believe in one another after gaining each other's confidence, I think it all came together our senior year and just a really tight bond.
0: Well, I, you know, absolutely. You know, I think your middle school coach was right there. You know, know, what you guys accomplished, what you guys have done for Chillicothe softball and, you know, leaving it in a better place than where it was at before was definitely a legacy move for sure. So Kirsten, I'll go ahead and shift this to you now.
3: I think the fact that obviously we're in the same grade, I feel like we've all talked to each other, been friends since we like forever, like since we got to kindergarten. So I think that kind of laid a foundation and there was never like any fighting or like being mad at each other. And we always just had like a good bond. And we knew that if one of us was struggling, the other one would pick the other, the person who's struggling up. And I think that is very important when you're playing a team sport. And I just know that we all believe in each other because we've seen each other grow since, I mean, we've all played SBA ball together. And even in middle school, we saw each other grow and it was just, there was never any doubt because of that bond and how much of time we had spent together on a softball field.
0: Also, you know, with the success you guys have had, you know, I mean, you know, th- this team is producing um, athletes at the next level as well. And all of you guys in this, in this room are playing at the next level next season. So um, I know, um, I know Kindley's going to Washburn to go, go pitch there, but I'm going to ha- start with the other three there for the listeners who may not know where you're going, you know, just talk about um, where you're going to be going and um, how you, um, and how you guys made that decision.
3: I'm going to Central Methodist University, and I made that decision because I always told my mom that I wanted to play college ball, and I wanted to play Oklahoma, but I don't think I'm doing material, so um, Central Methodist was really the first school that reached out to me, and it was the first visit I went on. and. I have some friends that go there and I just, as soon as I went on my visit, I just fell in love with the campus. I loved the coaches and just knew that it'd be a good place and like a good home for me. And so I think I really had no other option, but to go there.
4: Hope, I'll go to you. So next year I will be playing up at North Central Missouri College. I, I have grown up at that place my dad works up there actually so it really was nothing new but there was a point where I was like almost I just I didn't know if I wanted to continue playing after high school because I it just softball's a work it just takes a lot of your time takes a lot of your it's just starts stressing you out at points but then I just sat down and realized I I can't let this go quite yet. So the coach up there, she happened to reach out to me, told her that I, she told me that she was interested in me. So I was like, yeah, come up, came up there on a visit, offered me a good scholarship on top of my A plus. I liked the idea of a two-year university playing there. And then if I want to play more, I can always transfer on if not, I could stop there, but at least I can say that I will not I d I wouldn't I won't have a regret of not playing is what I is a good way that I'm looking at it and it's close to home. So yeah.
0: Rhea, I'll go to you.
2: Um, I am currently not going to college to play softball, but my thought process behind it, like Hope said, softball is a lot of work. But I've been playing since I w- could basically pick up a softball. And to me, I feel like that I've set, like, like you said, a good legacy. And, a, like, I've shown everybody how good of a softball player you can with uh, motivation and dedication. And I just believe that I am, like, settled with myself. Like, I am happy where I am. And like, I know that it is sad um, hanging up the cleats and everything with softball and everything, but I just feel like I will always have a passion for softball and that I don't have to show my passion by playing it. I can show my passion by supporting my friends while they're playing in college. And just, I don't feel like I need to be playing it when I know that I'm happy where I am.
0: Marie, I'll tell you this before we move on to Kentley. you know, absolutely what you said there is a thousand percent. Right. And um, you know, I've had, um, I've had discussions with multiple athletes about whether or not to continue on playing their sport at the next level. And, you know, and it's a, um, it's a whole different game, you know, it's a whole mental game too, because, you know, we've seen, you know, stories of what, you know, mental health in college sports and what that's done over the past year. So, you know, if you feel like you know, and I always say, you know, if you feel like you know you you don't want to play, you feel in your, your heart, you know, you don't have to play. You know, you made a um I haven't seen enough. I've seen a couple of your games, but I think you've made a very, very memorable um path in softball. And um, I think you've had a heck of a career. And um, you know, if you're at peace at your decision, you know, I know your your family's probably happy for you, and I'm happy for you too. Well, thank you. So and then Kenley, obviously, you know, the news, you going to Washburn. Um, you signed on Wednesday. You made that decision official to mm-hmm. continue your career at, the, at Washburn. You know, I'm located in St. Joe's, so, you know, there's no stranger. You know, MIAA, you know, playing Missouri Western and playing Northwest. So, um, Kenley, um, what factored into your decision to go on Washburn?
1: So, this summer – was a really big recruiting year for me. I was on a new travel team with a new coach, all new girls. My previous travel team, I really didn't get to pitch a lot. So I wasn't exposed to many colleges for my pitching abilities, but I got to hit and play first a lot. But I knew I wanted to pitch in college. So this year, um, I was in contact with a few schools and I went on a few visits. And at one of the schools, I thought I really found my home. I thought, okay, this is where I'm gonna go. They're just gonna wait it out a little bit, give me an offer. That didn't end up happening. And within our last two tournaments, we had two, two long week long tournaments. And after those two weeks, I went on a visit to Washburn because my travel coach for this upcoming season was in touch with me. And he's like, Hey, Coach Holiday at Washburn's interested in you. I might give her your information. Are you okay with that? And I'm like, Yeah, that's completely fine. Cause I was open to anything. I'm like, you know what? Why not? Why not just be open to everyone and everything and see what everyone has to offer? So I went on a visit to Washburn. I think it was like the beginning of August. And as soon as I got on campus, I loved it. And we went to lunch with Coach Holiday and one of her other coaches. And they were just talking. And they respected me more as a person than just an athlete. And I really appreciated that so much. Because, yes, they want me to come there and perform for them. But yet again, they also want me as a person and not just more concerned about the softball. So I toured the campus, toured all the facilities, softball fields, beautiful campus is beautiful and it's not too big. And I really, I really like that because I couldn't see myself going to a huge university with like thousands of people just because of where we're from. So she offered me as a pretty good offer. And I was like, you know, what? I'm going to keep my options open. I want to commit before high school ball starts, like before our first game. So I don't have to worry about it. So on the way home, I was just doing some thinking. I'm like, you know what? I think I really want to go here. So I called coach holiday on the way home for my visit and I committed to Washburn.
0: So definitely, you know, you guys have definitely carved out a very good path up for yourselves. You know, again, congratulations on all the success throughout your high school career. Um, Definitely are leaving Chillicothe softball, the program, definitely leaving it in a better place than when you found it. So ladies, I want to thank you all four of you guys so much for coming on the podcast. Um, I don't really get opportunities to get out to chill a coffee much, but I do appreciate you guys um, coming on here and sharing your stories with me and coming on here and joining this episode of Leaving Your Legacy. And um, I thank all four of you for your support. And um, I wish all of you guys nothing but the best and good luck through the next stages of your life.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.
4: Thanks for having us.
2: Yes.